God bless you and thank you for joining Kingdom Authority with your hosts, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris and Bishop Latresa Jester, broadcasting live via Blog Talk Radio. Our radio ministry is dedicated to helping each and every listener learn how to stand in the authority and power of God, live a victorious life in Christ Jesus, reign and rule as a son and daughter of the Most High God, and utilize your gifts for the glory of God and advance the Church of Christ Jesus. Now is your chance to get kingdom empowered, and we want to hear from you. So if you would like to speak directly with our host, call us at 646-668-2413. And let's join our hosts, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris and Bishop Latresa Jester on Kingdom Authority. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight. It's such a privilege and a joy to be with you again, it's just wonderful that we can operate in and with Kingdom Authority. I am so glad um, to be here on tonight. This is your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, just here to say thank you and just here to say that you too can operate in Kingdom Authority. It is a privilege for you to join us on tonight and to just be able to talk about some things regarding Betrayal. Yes, we're going to talk about it, the blessings in betrayal, the blessings in betrayal. It is a blessing to be able to be thrust into your destiny, and we're going to talk about that on tonight. Can you take authority on tonight when you've been betrayed, when you've been handed over? Can you take authority in a situation where you feel like your trust has been, has been violated? Yes, you can. I'm telling you on tonight that God is so great and so mighty that he has given us the power and the authority to operate in our territory in such a way that we, too, can be blessed betrayal. And so I want to pray on tonight as we get ready to go into tonight's lesson. I just want to pray for you, you, and you. There's so many people that have felt um, like They've lost so much and that even God has betrayed them. And we want to talk about some things on tonight regarding that. We want to go forth in in prayer um, for those who feel left alone, who feel without, who feel like there's no hope, who feel who don't have peace, who 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 even um dibbling dabbling with depression, dibbling and dabbling with um a, a lack. And so we want to pray on tonight for you. I'm excited about the fact that you thought enough about God to be able to yoke up tonight in order for this prayer and this, this particular lesson. I want you to understand that God is a great deliverer. He's a great healer. And he has our best in store for us in mind and regardless of what we are going through, regardless of what you are going through, regardless of the testing, the regardless of the trials, regardless of the disappointment, regardless of the fear, which we'll talk about a little bit, I will tell you that this night it's your opportunity to look at it as a blessing and to thrust you into your destiny. Father, we thank you again. Yes, Lord. You are Adonai. You are Lord. You are majesty, majestic in all your ways. You are the almighty God. 
the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, the mighty God, the Ancient of Days, hallelujah, the Father, our Father, our Abba Father, we say thank you on this evening. You are the great I am. Yes, you are. You are the great I am, the Holy One of Israel, the Holy One, the Righteous One. You're the utmost and you're the highest God. You are El Shaddai. You are the God that is more than enough. Thank you for being our Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Shalom, our peace, God. We are excited, oh God, about the fact that you love us. You are the lover of our souls. Ooh, yes, you are. You are absolutely wonderful in your wonderfulness. You are great in your greatness. You're mighty in your mightiness. And you are the king. Yes, you're our Lord and our Savior, our Redeemer. Oh, my God. You are just so much, God, and you're all, all in all. You are all in all. Thank you, oh, God. You are our peace, our strength, our joy, our leaning tower, Lord, the whole God. You are the Lord of hosts, hallelujah, and we thank you. We say thank you on tonight for being absolutely everything that we need. You are great, hallelujah. You are great and mighty. You bless us, God. Even we don't even see blessings coming, God. We don't even expect them sometimes, and you still bless us. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for being our shelter. Thank you, oh God, for being our shelter. And I appreciate you for being our strength. God, on tonight, there's so many things, so many needs, so many needs, Father, that keep that keep sending to me, Lord, telling me they're in need, Father. And so, God, on tonight, I'm asking you to meet the need. You are the meter of needs. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You're the meter of needs. Hallelujah. You are the meter. You fill every void, every gap, every emptiness, Father. And where we're seeking people, God, we know that we have to seek you. We know that we have to turn loose things, God. And so as we're seeking people, God, help us to seek you and lay down people in the name of Jesus. When it comes to going to people before you, Father, we're always looking in it for people. But, Lord, it is you. It is in your word, Father. And so for those of us, God, that are not in your word, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Ah, yes, Lord, that you will guide hearts and minds to your word first, God. People want attention, God, but the best attention they can get is from you in the name of Jesus. The best attention they can get is from you, God, in the name of Jesus. Settle spirits right now. Settle spirits right now. Hey, Kababashi, settle Spirits right now, God, that are seeking attention, God. Mm. Oh, God, help us, oh, Lord, to redirect them like Jesus redirected people to you, oh, God, to you, Father, the creator of all, Mm. the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of mankind, the creator of all living things in the name of Jesus. Help us direct people to you, God. We get no glory. You get the glory. You get the glory. It's your kingdom. And, Father, since it's your kingdom, we're asking that your kingdom be become on this earth, God, in the lives of those 
who are seeking people and not trusting you, God. We trust your word. We trust your word. We trust your word. We walk in your word. We, we hang in your word, Father. <laughs> we step out on your word, God. It is your word that will stand when heaven and hell and hell and everything passes away. Your word, God. And because of your word, we have life. Because of your word, we can say to demons and imps, God, and, 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 and demonic powers, God, and principalities in the name of Jesus that they, may, they must flee. In the name of Jesus. And because you, God, mm, sent your son Jesus, we can depend on you and you get the glory. Hallelujah. In all things, God, we count it a blessing. We count it a blessing, God. We count it a blessing, God, to go through trials, to go through temptations, God. We count it a blessing, God, for we shall come out as pure gold. We will yield not to temptation, for it is definitely sin. God, we thank you that each victory will help us some other to win. God, we're fighting manfully onward. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're fighting to go forward, onward, God. We're going to look to you, Father. We look to you, hallelujah. We look to you. So I'm praying for that soul, God. Um, uh-huh. I'm praying for that soul on tonight, God, that's not looking to you, God, but they're seeking it in people. Help them seek your word in the name of Jesus. Help them seek your word in the name of Jesus. I denounce the spirit that's trying to that's trying to elevate man and not elevating the name of Jesus. That's trying to elevate a person and not elevating the name of Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and you are our Savior and our Redeemer. It's because of your shed blood that we even have this life, God, that we can even come to your throne boldly, God. And, and still humble. Oh, my goodness. We can come boldly and ask what we will and still humble, God. In your will, God, we say. We say, God, in your will. We say, God, in your will. We want to be. We want to be found doing your will in the name of Jesus. So, God, there's some people that have gone through some times of betrayal. God, help us to see the blessing in it. Oh, hallelujah. Help us to see the blessing in it. Oh, hallelujah. Help us to see the blessing in it, oh, God. Help us to see the blessing in it, God, and help us to see what our future will be as a result of the blessing. Don't let us, God, get weary in well-doing, but, God, we know that we shall reap if we faint not. Help us to understand, God, that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, who are the cause of in the name of Jesus. We lay down ourselves, and we say you be exalted, you be lifted up, you get the praise, you get the glory. All glory is yours. All glory is yours. So in the name of Jesus, God, in the name of Jesus, help us to lay down ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow you. And it is for your glory. God, we say, oh, I hear you, Lord. We denounce principalities, God, in the name of Jesus. And we say, God, that we speak, God. We speak to the things, God, that come against us. And we say with our own mouth that it shall not be. 
and we cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. It won't come from somebody else's mouth in some cases, but from our own mouth, from our own lips, God. We have to say your word, and we speak your word that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We turn over our lives to you, Father. Mm -hmm. We turn over our lives to you, Father. It shall not come under any other name, but other than the name of Jesus, God. Your name prevails. Hallelujah. Your name prevails. Hallelujah. Your name prevails. Thank you, Jesus. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run in and are, and are, are glad, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we prevail in the name of Jesus. We say yes in the name of Jesus. We glorify you in the name of Jesus. We denounce, God, principalities for those who are on the line, God, to come around us, surround us, to come upon us, God. We denounce them in the name of Jesus. And since you've given, you've given us the tool, the weapon of praise, we praise you right now for you being the God of God, for you saying yes, God, yes to, um, for us saying yes to you, Father. We say thank you, O oh God, that you are our, our, our shield and our protector, and thou, O oh Lord, art a shield for us, Father. And so help us hide us in your pavilion, the secret place of your tabernacle, God. Shall you hide us? And when we come through, God, mm, oh, God, when we come through, Father, you will get all the praise. We say in Jesus' name, ah, Lord, hallelujah. Oh, God, we don't, we don't exalt ourselves, but we exalt you. The name of Jesus is worthy to be praised, and we thank you, Lord. We bless you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Can you just, just seal that with the, with the praise on tonight? I want you to seal that with the praise and begin. If you're listening, seal it with the praise. Begin to thank God for being who he is. Begin to say hallelujah for being the Lord of lords over your life, for being the almighty one, for being the great I am in your life. Can you feel that with the prayer? Come come with the praise. Come on and just because he is the one who gives us strength, who is our redeemer in our lonely times, in the midnight hour, and when it seems like all hope is gone. Can you just feel that with a, a praise? I'm telling you, if you speak it, from your own mouth, guess what's going to happen? The things we just prayed for shall come to pass, and you can speak to the mountains, and yes, they will be removed in the name of Jesus, and you can say, oh, God, oh, God, yeah, in all these things, I am more than a conqueror. Will you say that tonight? In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. Say it. Come on, say it. In all these things, hallelujah, I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. I can do. Come on, say it. I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. Come on, say that again. I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. Oh, my God, today. Oh, I have power I have power. I have power in my tongue. I have power in my power in my tongue. And I choose, come on, say that. I choose to speak light. I choose to pronounce a blessing. I choose to uplift you, oh God. I choose to say thank you, Jesus. I choose to lift up my hands to you. I choose 
to glorify the great I am, the God Almighty, the El Shaddai. I thank you, O God. Come on and just give him praise right here. Give him praise for he brought you through danger seen and unseen. He brought you through when you didn't think you could come out. He brought you through when it seemed like there was no way. He brought you through when others turned their back on you. He brought you through when your mother and your father forsook you. He brought you through when your children forsake you. He brought you through when you didn't have a job. He brought you through when you didn't have any money, when you couldn't pay your bills. It was God that did it. It wasn't anybody else. Somebody else may have prayed, but it was God that brought you through. He is your provider. He is your sustainer. When the loved one left you, when the loved one was gone and they went on back to glory, it was God that kept you in the midnight hour. It was God that helped you over the dangers, that kept you through dangers that kept you through dangers. He blocked the accident when you didn't even see the act of your mind. He is a keeper. Hallelujah. He is a keeper. Hallelujah. He is a keeper. He is a sustainer. He will help you to grow when it seems like you don't even want to grow. But he'll put you in the furnace and protect you from the fire. Hallelujah. He'll put you in the lion's den in the name of Jesus. And the lion won't even touch you. I'm trying to tell you, it's all about God. It's all about God. It's all about God. It's all about God. I don't care what tries to come upon you. It's all about God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, glory, 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 glory. And since it's all about him, we can give him praise. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is a, he is a great, great God. And don't be discouraged. I'm, I'm, I'm in my lesson already. Don't be discouraged about doors being closed. Oh, my goodness. It's the right door to be closed. And if he closed it, you shouldn't try to knock it over. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Get your hand off the knob. Stop putting your foot on the door, trying to knock it down. Go to the other door that God got open. And guess what? You may even have to look up and see a window open. He said, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Maybe you don't have to walk through it. Maybe you just got to stand under the window and let them pour on you. Oh, my God, tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Glorify your name. Oh, when he said, not just the window, the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. But you better make sure you're sowing. You better make sure you're tithing. You better make sure you're obedient to his word. If you're not obedient, get obedient. Submit yourself unto them under the mighty hand of God. And I'm telling you, he will exalt you in due time. What is due time? It's the right time. It's the expected time. It's the time he says. It's the time he releases. It's the time for you to be glorified in Jesus' name. It's the due season. It's the season for you and only you. Oh, my goodness, tonight. I'm telling you, y'all get somebody on because I feel the power of the Lord. I feel God generate speech to nations on tonight. And I'm telling you right now, I don't care what situation you're in, God is praising his people up. And he said, all I want is for you to praise me. All I want 
is to hear you glorify me. All I want is your life. All I want is you to holler back at me. I want you to say something good about me. I'm telling you, oh, I feel a relief, a prophetic relief unto the nations on tonight, what God is getting ready to do, what he's saying to do in these times of betrayal, in these times where he's blessing, in these times of how we change our perception. Oh, come on, go to Matthew 26. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, Lord. Go to Matthew 26. We know the story. Most of us know the story. If you don't know it, we're going to read it on tonight. I want you, oh, my goodness, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Some of you have been talking to me and been saying, you know, I'm good. I, 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 I have I this friend and I have this loved one, and they turned their back on me, and they did this to me. And let me tell you something. I had a friend who stole a whole bunch of money from me, was able to stay in my house, and took a whole bunch of money from me. Now, I was ignorant. And I didn't use wisdom. Let me help you understand something. There's some situations you have to use wisdom, but some situations it's meant for you to be betrayed. It's meant for you to be cast down into the pit because if you don't go to the pit, then you can't get into the palace. You can't get into the position. And so it is important for you to understand that betrayal is not such a bad thing. Matthew 26, I want to read. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. I got to read this. I got to read this. I have to read this. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just just bless him. Just bless him. I know this is not your regular type of um um internet <laughs> broadcast, but I'm not the regular kind of type of girl. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. I am who God made me and I operate in what how he has made me and I do how he says to do it and that's just it. All right. Matthew twenty six, fourteen. 14 says, um, then one, the New King James Version, then one of the 12 called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. Oh, my goodness. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. To the hold and put a pin on that. Want to drop down to verse 47. Verse 47, and, and, you know, I got one thing out of it when I read it before and preached it, and now I got something else out of it, and I want you to understand. Um, and, and verse 47 says, and while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude, with swords and clubs, came from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given, now earlier they said it was Judas. Now it says his betrayer had given them a sign. They wanted to know who he was. want you to know who, who is this person. He's not just Judas, but he's a betrayer. A sign saying, whoever I kiss, he is the one, seize him. Immediately, he went up to Jesus and said, greetings, Rabbi, oh, okay, and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, friend, <laughs> why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly, one of those who were with him, I don't want to go into that one. I want to just stop at 50 on that because um, Peter, you know, Peter just Peter. So hear me on this. There are times in our life where we're going to have to face some things that are not that are not pleasing to us. There are times in our life where we're going to have to face things that are not pleasing to our journey, that don't feel comfortable that feel like they don't belong. <laughs> and there's going to be people in our life, if we hear the voice of God 
and we are his sheep, and in tune with his voice, that God may reveal who is our betrayer. I want you to be open to this. I recently was in a situation at work, and the Lord revealed to me a certain person. Now, I can't go into it too much. And revealed that the person would turn on me. Now, I didn't want to believe it. And so I said, I started praying against that, and I said, oh, God, I, okay, so what do I do? And he told me what to do, and I didn't do it. I want you to understand something. When God reveals a thing, and people say this all the time, we better believe it. When he, be, when he reveals a thing and shows us a thing, we better believe it. And guess what? Not just believe it, but own it. Own up to it. And then you have to face it. Now, when he reveals a thing, he will tell you something to do about it. It may not be every step. But he'll give you an overview. He'll give you something if you seek him. I'm trying to tell you what I know. He'll give you something. Or it's already in his word, so he's already told you anyway. You just got to search his word. And that's why it's so important to hide his word in your heart <laughs> so that you can follow the steps that he says he needs you to follow. All right. So, so he revealed this person unto me. And I didn't want to believe it because it, they seemed sweet, you know. They seemed like they wouldn't do much, you know, how they talk and stuff. But they were, uh, I'm not, I don't even know the word to say about them. They're just deceitful, okay. They're just deceitful. And so I didn't do what the Lord said to do. And as a result, I got called on something. And it wasn't what the person had said it was. All right. So, I ended up in a position behind the eight ball when I could have been, I could have been right in front, could have been when I could have been in front of it and could have been on top of it when I could have been ahead of it. But because I didn't obey the voice of the Lord, didn't want to confront it, then guess what? I ended up being behind the eight ball. And guess guess what happened? It didn't work out quite the way that I knew it should have, how God had revealed, had I done the thing, because it was difficult. It was challenging. I couldn't face it. I, I didn't believe it was going to happen. And so because it felt like, well, why, would they, why would they do this to me? I haven't even done anything to them. I've been nothing but kind to them. I've even just helped them out of their own situation. I'm the one that prayed for them. <laughs> I'm the one that went to God and stayed up at night for them. Why would they betray me? I helped you with your own people. I helped you with your own friends. I helped you, gave you a word for your own family. And then you turn around and you're going to do something against me? Okay, so listen, Jesus, so great. This is so good. I want you guys to understand, this is so good because God is just downloading right now into me of what to say. He's so wonderful if you depend on him. So Jesus is so wonderful already knew at the dinner table that Judas was going to betray him. He probably knew at the beginning of time, but he knew at the dinner table, uh, he said, Judas, you have said it. Judas says, is it I? And you have said it. It is you, okay? You're the one, and you're going to do it, and I know you're going to do it, but I'm going to let you hang out around me anyway because I have a purpose. Okay, listen. So Jesus faced it and even told him, I know it's you. 
<laughs> How many of us in this day and age, when you know when God reveals a thing and you know someone's been deceitful and you still have them hang around at your dinner table, Oh, my goodness, you're still eating from the same bowl. You're still sharing the same cup. You're still sharing sometimes the same bed and sometimes the same house and sometimes the same cubicle, but you know that they're the one that's going to do something against you and to you, and, 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 and you know they're going to betray you. You know they're going to hand you over. Listen, Jesus already knew, but he still called Judas a friend. Everybody else says he's a betrayer. He's a betrayer. He just one of the twelve. He ain't really nobody. He is the one that's going to go against. But the word wanted us to know he's the one that's going to hand them over. Pro, um, Prosia, I think that's the word for it. And he's going to hand them over in the Greek. He's going to hand over. And you know he does this in such a way it's because he has a personal involvement. With a betrayal is. Listen, this is so profound. Betrayal is, from the Greek, is with, when, when someone has personal involvement with you, and they do it in such a personal way, it's like a personal attack against you. Oh, my goodness. I posted something the other day. It is betrayal. Betrayal never came from your enemy. It's always somebody that's in your circle, that's close, that may know your secrets, that may know your ins and outs, know your fears, know your doubts, know your, your um, how, how you do things, knows about you, your strengths and your weaknesses. It's always somebody who knows you. And so that's why it's hard to accept betrayal as a blessing because it feels like it's a personal attack. And more than likely, it is. It is a personal attack, but they don't even know because they're really concerned. Listen to the scriptures. Really concerned about themselves and getting the spotlight for a moment in order, and instead of rather than enduring a lifetime loyalty to a friend. Listen, betrayal is all about a moment, a spotlight. And, and, and then putting away a lifetime of loyalty to your brother or your sister, to your wife or to your husband, to your children, to your parents. It's about you for the moment. And that's why we have to be, we have to be rooted and grounded in God. I'm talking about attention getters. Attention getters always want the spotlight. And so that's why God had to correct me about having the attention all the time. If you're looking for attention, it's about you. And guess what? Most people that want all the attention will do anything to get it, even betray their friends. They want a moment because something deep down inside of them causes them to want the attention. Oh, my goodness. And those attention getters are the ones who more than likely will betray you. Oh, my God. I want you to understand, Jesus already knew. And so when Judas did this, listen, whenever, if you are the betrayer, I, I'm, I, I'm denouncing that, but if you are the betrayer, if when you go to make a deal, they won't even offer that much to you for betraying, you better check yourself 
you better check the whole agreement in the situation because for Judas, the people only, the chief priest only gave him five weeks of wages, $600. It said 30 pieces of silver. Now, if I'm going to betray someone, the Messiah, surely you're going to have to take care of me for the rest of my life. And so it's the agreement from the, from, if, if they don't see the agreement as a big thing and won't get, oh, my goodness, and they won't offer you very much, you better check whether you want to do this, do this whole contract or not. You better check it again because $600 was only five weeks. Well, I think it was about five weeks' worth. I'm going to put it that way. Five weeks' worth in our time of working. Five weeks of wages. So um, why would you, and and y'all, don't charge this to my heart, charge it to my head. I'm trying to go from memory right now on stuff I studied because I don't have no notes anymore. But what I want you to understand, whenever you enter into a situation, at least make sure you're getting offered something that's going to benefit you for a lengthy period of time. Don't don't offer something that's going to be for a moment. And that's the thing about betrayers. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you are a betrayer and you do this as, as a thing in your life, I command you to fall under wisdom on tonight. And understand, if the thing looks too good, it's probably not good. And then if the person doesn't even want to offer you that much, you may need to change your plans, baby. You may need to change up, re, uh, abort, just abort it. <laughs> abort it. Delete. No, ain't doing this no more. Not going this route. You can't even give me what I think I'm worth. You don't even think enough about me to to know that I'm about to betray my friend. I'm about to betray the Messiah. I'm about to betray the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the resurrected one. I'm about to betray the one that feels the sick and who's raised the dead, who came down through 42 generations, who's a king but came as a lamb. Oh, my God. I'm about to betray. I'm about to betray Jesus. Do you know what I'm about to do? I'm about to hand over to somebody to you who ain't done nothing to nobody but help them. If, 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 if they can't offer you enough, and enough in that situation, abort the plan. Oh, I hear God. Abort the plan. Every betrayer, I say right now, abort the plan in the name of Jesus. It's not worth your one moment. It's not worth your, that one moment is not worth your whole life. That one moment is not worth going down into the pits of hell. That one moment is not worth the guilt. That one moment is not worth the shame. That one moment is not worth giving you giving up all that God has given you. It's not worth it. Crende by Oba, see, abort. I wish you'd tell somebody, abort the plan. Oh, God, I wish somebody was there with Judas to say, abort the plan. But listen, oh, no, oh, no, Judas had to do this thing. Why did he have to do it? Because if you look at the text in 47, the forty seventh verse. He comes up to he comes up to them and he kisses them because they already have the plan together, okay? I want you to understand the blessing in this. Jesus' point of view, he says, I know what you're coming to do, Judas. I I know it's it's really not good in the people's eyesight. I don't really want to go through it, but there's a blessing in this one. And he says, Friend, I already know where you come, but why have you come? I want you to tell me 
what you're about to do that I already know you're going to do because I already knew I had to come here for this. So you tell me what you're about to do. I want you to confess this. When you, this is, this is and, and betrayal psychologically, most people deny the betrayal because they don't want to confront it. They don't want to say that the person's been deceitful. They don't want to say that they broke trust. You, and, and, and there's a problem in that because it hurts so much. But when you when you confront the hurt, the rest. Uh, somebody told me the only way to deal to get over hurt feelings is to experience them more often. What what what? The only way to get over rejection is to experience rejection over and over again. The only way to experience it in a way that it changes your perception about it. And so Jesus had been rejected so much. Oh, my God, thank you for downloading this. He had been rejected so much, and he was the chief cornerstone that he knew he was going to be rejected by his friends, so he faced it. He had a moment, Lord, can you pass this cup on? I don't really want this cup. I don't want to drink from this cup. But nevertheless, Lord, because I've already experienced it over and over again, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Mothers, let me talk to you. You have experienced rejection often from your children and your husbands. Oh, y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me, but I'm going to talk to you tonight. Men, you have experienced rejection from soul, from the world. Your job, oh, Lord Jesus. Children, wives, oh, my goodness. The world, I mean, when you experience so much rejection, you've got to learn how to deal with it the right way and change your mindset. Change, I, flip the switch, I hear God saying. Flip the switch to on so that when you, when you hear rejection, it just it quickens you to be on and on with Christ, on with prayer, on with fasting, on with praying. It quickens your spirit to study more. You just flip the switch on them, and they think you're gonna, it's going to turn you off. They think it's going to put you down, but you flip the switch on them. So I tell somebody, flip the switch. <laughs> when rejection comes, flip the switch. That's what Jesus did. He switched it up on them. He knew he was coming, but he called them a friend instead. He, why did he have to do it? Because he was. He knew it was. I gotta. I, I gotta. I gotta get ready to get off here. He knew it was the only way that he could get to Calvary. Are you hearing me? To save a wretch like you and me, it was the only way that he was going to be able to get to that thief. Who want who need to go to paradise? It was the only way for him to be lifted up high above for chosen ones. He is the Messiah. He is the one that they were looking for. It was the only way for him to get to die on the cross to give up his to give up the ghost, not for them to kill him, but to give up the ghost to shed the blood that we needed. It was the only way for him to go to that grave, the borrow tomb. During that time, because if he had waited a few years later, there wouldn't have been Joseph's tomb for him to go to. So he borrowed the tomb. It was the only way for him to go down and get the keys and from death, hell, and the grave. It was the only way for him to go down there, get what he needed, get all victory from the grave to rise back up 
to be the resurrected one, the one that says, I have all power. It was the only way. And so he looked at it as a blessing. When Judas betrayed him, he said, I know this don't seem like what it should be. I'm telling you, Joseph probably felt the same way. He probably said, oh, my goodness, I don't even know why my brother did it to me. It wasn't, it wasn't some enemy. It was his brother's who betrayed him, put him down in the pit. But when they betrayed him, they didn't know that he would be ruler in the end, and they would still have to bow down when they were trying to get out of bowing down. They didn't know that once he went to the pit, went into went into the pit, went to prison, but got into the palace, and it was over the ruler in a position of authority. Let me tell you something. When we change how we look at betrayal, how we look at people, trying to put us down, how we look at people trying to put us in the pit, how we look at people trying to cast us out. It causes you to go to higher heights and deeper depths in Jesus Christ. Change your focus because there's a blessing in betrayal. Mm-hmm. They say B&B for breakfast, bed and breakfast, but I say B&B is for blessings and betrayal. On tonight. We're declaring that every time we are betrayed, I'm going to seek the blessing out of it. I'm looking for and expecting God to change that thing up. But, Lord God, don't let me do something that's out of your will while I'm going through this. Don't let me fall astray. I want to stand up on your word. I want to stretch out on your word. I want to walk on your word. I want to talk with your word. I want to feel word. While I'm going through the time of betrayal, let me tell you something. Betrayal is not just for a moment, but it can, and it can feel like many years, but you make it what you need to make it because you decide that I know that this betrayal is a blessing. Yes, she hurt you. Yes, they, they dumped you. Yes, they turned their back on you. Yes, they took your car. Yes, they took your money. Yes, they decided that you were no good, that you didn't belong. But there is a blessing when they turn their backs on you. There is a blessing when they decide they don't want you. There's a blessing when they won't even meet up with you. There is a blessing when they won't do it for you. Go and find a window. Oh, my God, tonight. Go and find a window. Look up. And see God. Look up and see God. Don't worry about it. It's not what you think it is, but it's all what God says it is. I said, it's not what you think it is, but it's what God says it is. And if you can stand on the promises of God, I tell you what's going to happen in your time of betrayal. God will lift you up this morning. Step up and step out. Step up and step out. Because when you step up and you start walking, What's going to happen? God's going to carry you through it, and there's a blessing in it. There's your purpose in it. You get to your destiny because of it. I want you to understand there's a blessing in betrayal. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. They will hand you over. Consider it done because it's going to carry you to where you should have walked out to in the first place. Oh, my goodness. Uh huh. He tried to give you the straight path without all that mess but you wouldn't go for it. Oh, 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 oh. You wouldn't go for it. You wouldn't go out. And he said, I need you to go this way. And so guess what? I'm going to harden someone's heart. Uh, oh, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart, and you still going to leave my people out. Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart, and you still going to leave my, pre- my, leave my people out. And not only are you going to lead them out, but you're going to lead them from. 
You're going to lead them from, 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 from prison. You're going to lead them from, from death. You're going to lead them from, from principalities. You're going to lead them. They're not just going to go over, but they're, just go, they're not going to just go from it. They're going to go over into something. God never takes you out of something and not put you, take you to something. He never takes you out of something and not take you to something because he is, oh, Bishop preaching this morning, stay in the place of transition. Oh, I just got that. Mm-hmm. Be ready for transition. My friend told me last night, ah, thank you, Jesus. My friend told me last night that God is changing the strategy. Oh, my goodness. He's changing strategies of how we are to do things. And I want you to understand, when he changes, when he changes strategies, it is important for us to go ahead and go and get in the mix. Don't even, don't, don't, he, he's changing our strategies to win. He's changing our strategies to win. Oh, I'm going to have to hurry up and come on and preach that. Pastor T, I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm going to have to have you come on and preach that. He's changing our to win. He is changing it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. And so we have to be in the place. Changing our strategies. Oh, my goodness. For winning in this season of changing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we want to have her come on and preach that. I am telling you, I am so grateful. If the door wasn't open from from Dr. Um, Domagani, I would not be able to preach this to so many different people and teach this to so many different people. God has somebody just waiting in the mix, waiting. Hear me, hear me. And if we're not betrayed by someone else, we couldn't go. She don't even know this, but I was turned down from a couple of people that I wanted to do something like this with, and then, you know, it was something similar to this, and then this door opened. Did y'all hear what I said? I was turned down for something else. I was a little discouraged, but this door opened, and when it opened, I walked in it. I didn't know anything about this, but God does this for you. <laughs> he does this for you when you're obedient. When you Listen, I'm telling you, it's about obedience. I, I, I don't know anything this year, obedience to God. Mm-hmm. Obedience to God. So I pray for you tonight to be obedient and hear this word that God wants us to understand. We have been betrayed by so many things, people, systems, but it's not about this this, 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 this this practical system. It's about the spiritual. It's about the spiritual governance that God has in the kingdom. And there's only one king, only one king. You can't be king. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. The preacher said the other night, um, I, can't, I can't think of his name, Pastor Oliver, but I can't think of his first name. The preacher said the other night, that it's not in the kingdom of God, it's not a president. And we don't have to say everything. We don't have to do everything the president says. But um, we should respect his position. We don't have to do everything. But the king, the king, when the king speaks, you better you better be bowing down. You better be doing what he says. And so we're we're, we're kingdom citizens. <laughs> we're sons. We're sons. We're daughters of the Most High God. So we better be found doing what he says. And tonight he's saying, understand the blessing and the betrayal so that he can get you into your destiny. You can't have the victory that he needs you to have if you don't understand. You're not going to always be betrayed, but when you are, when the time comes, and it will come if you're pressing forward. And sometimes it comes when you're not even pressing. But when you are pressing, guess what? 
there's a blessing in it. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. I am expecting you, God, to do the miraculous, the wonderful thing for your people. I'm expecting you, God, to do more even with the broadcast on the Kingdom um, Empowerment Incorporated. I'm expecting you, God, to do more for the sons and daughters of you, your sons and daughters, in the name of Jesus. As we, Lord, as we focus on you and no, no one else, as we focus on you, Father, on your word, I pray, Father, that you will allow us to remain humble. Oh, my God. Remain humble, oh, Lord Jesus, to remain humble before you in the name of Jesus. It's, it's your word. It's your word that we need. It's your word that we want. It's your glory, God. It's your glory, Father. And we say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. Oh, God, I depend on you. I depend on you, Father. And, Father, even when, even when our friends, our family, hands us over, God, to the situation, we're going to look at it as a blessing. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We, 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 it hurts, Father. It hurts, God, as a blessing. It don't feel good, but we're going to look at it as a blessing. We're going to look at it as a way to get to what you have told us we need to get to, our destiny. We're going to change our, our perspective on it. Mm-hmm. We're changing our mind about it. Uh-huh. We're, we're not going to see it the same way, not anymore. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, because if you were rejected, you understand the hurt. So, God, you take us through that, 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 those moments of pain, of hurt, Father. We're not saying we're numb to this, Lord, but we're going to face this thing. We're not going to deny the fact that it was done. But, Lord, we're still going to say, call him a friend. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. And you deal with them, Father. Mm-hmm. We'll pray for them and you deal with them, Lord. You deal with them, God. Ah, yes, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord, 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 God. Lord, God, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. I pray for every person, God, that will hear this word, that is hearing, and that will hear this word, Father. I pray, Lord, that will go to several different areas, several different countries. And, Father, as I send this word out, Father, I pray, Lord, that you get the glory. Only you. It is not about any one of us, but it's all about you. It is all about you. And we bless you, we praise you. Oh, God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Just praise him right there. We give you praise, Lord Jesus, for it's, we've been hurt, Father. We have been betrayed by so many. But it's all about you, Lord. Yes, God. And we surrender all. Oh, we surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. We surrender all, oh, we surrender all, we surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. We surrender on tonight. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I feel this tonight. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, this is a perfect opportunity. 
Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you are saved. And if you confess with your mouth and you believe it in your heart, you can confess on tonight and proclaim and declare that I am saved. For it is with the mouth, <laughs> for with the heart that man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confessions are made unto salvation. Y'all correct me if I got the scriptures wrong. I'm in a different place tonight, but I want to make sure you understand that it is because of Jesus Christ that he gave, God gave his only begotten son, John 3, 15, that God gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We want you to have life, everlasting life, not just life here on earth, but everlasting life. We want you to have everlasting life. So believe on him, confess it with your mouth, and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. He got to his purpose because he thought about the blessing and the betrayal. He got to, he, he's resurrected because he understood the blessing and the betrayal. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that soul that has received you on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I see, Lord, that we pray for that soul right now, and we declare right now your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory in the name of Jesus. I'm so appreciative to you on tonight for being for being with us. Um, um, I say us because I'm always got the Father with me, the, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Jesus the Son, I say us all the time, and um, I realize that he is with me. And so I pray for you on tonight that you will see your times of betrayal as a blessing. I'm telling you it's a kingdom principle. It changes how you operate and do things. It changes how you see things. And when you begin to, to, to activate this level of faith, this is a level of faith that many people don't have. When you activate this level of faith, it will catapult you into your destiny. It changes things. I'm telling you, the doors open for you. Doors, doors open for you when you operate in faith. He responds to faith. And so I thank you. I want you to join again on next Sunday, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time for some of you. <clears throat> And um, I believe it's um, Central Standard Time at seven o'clock p.m. Join us tonight for those of you who are who are in um, um, my family's my family's home state of Texas. Thank you for joining on tonight, seven o'clock p.m. We acknowledge the fact that that you are on. We don't we don't I don't take it for granted that you stop in during the middle of the week whenever to come on. So thank you for coming on Kingdom Authority with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, under Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. We're excited. Join us on Blog Talk Radio again. And you can go on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. You can go on and see other different broadcasts and be kingdom empowered. It is about the kingdom, and we thank God for the kingdom. Look for the blessings and betrayal. I love you. There's nothing you really can do about it because I'm going to love you anyway. I'm praying for you this night in the name of Jesus. Have a great night, and thank you for joining us.